Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. This is amazing stuff right here. I mean, this is real and authentic. Here's what I love about this. I love all the whistles, bells, and the cool backdrops, and, you know, the smoke. I don't know if you have smoke and mirrors here, but... But I, I love all that stuff, and, and you're cool, and you've got it going on here, but you also have the authentic power of the Holy Spirit that is moving and regenerating people's minds and hearts and saving the lost and the broken, and I love that. Let's just worship one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. is listening to you say the words and tell me what tell me what to do
Lord, lift us up and let us stand by faith on heaven's table a higher Started singing this song, but it says, My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. but just lift your hands and your face to him and say, Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land him for it today. Oh, I'm so honored to be here today. Thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Pastors Waddles, Pastors Durants, thank you so much. This wonderful church fellowship, what a community of absolutely amazing people. When I walked in, I felt loved, embraced, welcomed like I had come home. And that's because of you. It, it's just totally amazing. The best maple donut I've ever eaten. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. Your leaders are just, they're known everywhere. Everyone knows about who your leaders are. And that is amazing. 
to have an integrity and love and respect and honorable leaders. Isn't that beautiful? Well, I wanted to talk to you a few more minutes. Have I, have I said enough? I'm just so thankful. I, I want to talk about Jessica and, and um, Ezra today. They drove. I, I'm having a problem with my leg. Don't ask me what I, my son's a doctor, and I called him this morning and said, should I go and have an MRI at the, at the ER? And he said, they won't give you one there. So just take your pain pills, and that's it, Mom. So if your son's a physician, he's a physician's assistant. So if your son is a physician's assistant, a doctor or whatever, don't call him. <laughs> and, and you were saying that they'd said something about me up here and that they said I had three kids. We actually have four, but today I'd probably throw him away. So <laughs> not really. I worship the ground he walks on. I love that boy of mine. He's amazing. God is doing great things in his life. They just found a tumor on his adrenal gland. It's over six centimeters. It's as big as a baseball. And um, we trusted God as he was going in the MRI machine. I was in the room. I didn't care how much radiation I got. I was going to be in that room praying as he went in the machine. And that's what mothers do. We do not care. You know, I have not been a perfect mother, but I have been fabulous. I'm telling you, I've done my best. When my kids were playing soccer or whatever they were on the field, I was the loudest one in the stands. Matter of fact, they paid me to stay home. I was so embarrassing. But I love with a fierce, amazing, courageous love. And I'm going to do my best to mother my kids and mother whoever wants to be mothered by me. You need a mother? Sign up. I'll take you on. I'm a good cook, let me just tell you. Yesterday, I cooked all day. I cooked, I did. I cooked gumbo. I cooked jambalaya. I cooked all day long, and I nearly passed out last night. But, you know, I was so happy doing that. I, I kept taking drugs, just as high as a kite, just... <laughs> pain, pain. They gave them to me in the ER, okay? I'm not a drug dealer, Okay. But I just thought, I got to get through this. I got to keep taking these medicines because I love my kids and I want to cook up a storm of delicious. I don't care if my leg is backslid or snarky. I'm going to cook. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord in this kitchen. I, listen, I had a hallelujah breakdown yesterday. Brother Waddle, uh, we were, they have a screen. It's, it's a massive screen there in the, near the kitchen. And they had elevation on and they were singing that um, church basement song. And uh, some other stuff. And I had a hallelujah. I was speaking in tongues right in the middle of that gumbo. Stirring that. I just had church in my kitchen. And that's the thing about us mothers. We don't need a church pew to have church in. We don't need a play. We don't need a beautiful auditorium to have a church prayer meeting. We can be driving down. What's the name of your freeways? 59? 15. We can be driving down 15 and barely have one eye cracked. We're bawling. We're screaming, beating the steering wheel and having a prayer meeting saying in Jesus' name, this child is going to be delivered. This child is going to be saved. I don't care what it looks like. 
I don't care what it feels like. I know the providential hand of God is on my children and they're going to live and I'm going to speak life every day of their life. I don't care what they're doing. I'm speaking life. I'm going to praise God. Halabakasata. Woo! Somebody rejoice for the salvation of your life's child. Get up out of your seat and rejoice for the salvation and deliverance of your lost children. Worship God before it happens. Worship Him because He is faithful. He will do it. Nothing is too hard. Nothing is impossible for our God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the first Mother's Day without my mom. She lived with us the last two and a half years. such an honor to take care of my mom. And uh, ooh, she, was, she was potent. I don't know. Do you all do Christmas trees here? Whew. We never had a Christmas tree ever. My dad wasn't a believer, so one time I remember I was little, my brother was little. My dad brought home a Christmas tree. Well, we didn't have any decorations because we were in a hellfire and brimstone church. And my pastor taught if you brought a Christmas tree and that's it, you're straight to hell. Done. <laughs> do not pass go, do not collect $200, you're over. So my dad brought home a Christmas tree, and David and I, my brother, we were so happy. We didn't have one thing to go on, so we were putting old beat-up toys on it. We popped popcorn, and we made strings, strings, strings of popcorn. The next morning, I got up, and that Christmas tree was laying out in the backyard. (laughs) Mom was potent. She never let up. When I told her the kids were getting bigger, we have four kids. We really have four kids, you know, kidding. I said, Mama, our kids are growing, and I, I want to have a little Christmas tree. And she said, I will never step inside your home with a Christmas tree. That is pagan. That's from the Druids. She went through the whole history lesson, which I already knew all of it. And I said, but Mama, I promise you I'm not worshiping it. I just think it's so pretty and it smells yummy. And I promised mama we want worship. So I, the first one I got was about an 18 inch tree. The first year I, I broke her in slow, real slow mother, my mother, my potent mother. And, and, uh, before it was over, I had five Christmas trees. They were 16 feet high, but pastor, I had a lot of years to make up for. I had to, I had, it's crazy, you know. Oh, I'm so glad my mom was that way. She, she, want, she wanted me to practice piano. She whooped my tail end and made me practice. I'm so glad she did. I am so thankful for the discipline of my mom. So today I'm, I'm, kind of motherless, but I've decided, I was thinking about it this week, I've just become my own grandmother and my own mother. And I'm going to be the best mother to myself I know how to be. 
You've got to, girl, you are, let me just tell you. Somebody come down here and help me off this stage. This gimpy leg is so silly. Oh, listen, you guys, I, you, you can't imagine. Thank you, angel. Um, that is perfect. Can you get my notebook? Oh, look at this service with a smile. What else do you do here? Do you do foot massages, drink? Thank you so much, Pastor and Sir. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, that's right under my neck. This is lovely. Now I am at home. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Wow. Service, you guys, huh? So today I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating me. I can't believe I made it. This is amazing, you guys. I woke up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I'm in so much agony. I'm going to have to go to the ER. Oh, God. Just take another drug. Go ahead, man. Take another drug. Mindy, my daughter, was sleeping with me. They live in Oceanside. She was sleeping right next to me. And I said, Mindy, I'm in excruciating pain. And she said, Mom, just drug up. Just drug up. <laughs> so we're here today, and we are so honored, privileged. Can't say it enough. Oh, I love you. I told your pastor, this, this little pastor's wife over here, I know you have two. They're both beautiful. Wow, are they gorgeous. But I told her, I think I'm moving here. How much can I get a little, how much can I get a little house for? I've been in the San Francisco Bay Area for 40 plus years. I need a new start. Anybody got a cottage for sale? I need something near cows because I love cow manure. But if you have anything like that, see me after church. I've been saving up money so I could buy something. Today is a day to celebrate mothers. We're not going to have regrets. We did the best we could. We're going to remember the good. We're going to remember how courageous we've been, how brave we've been, how powerful we've been in the Lord. He's given us guts, grace, and his glory. Aren't you, aren't you just thankful for that? You know why? He wanted us to hang out, and that's what we've done. Today I'm talking about the providential hand of God. I just watched my daughter speak. Heidi, she follows you guys, thinks you're fabulous and wonderful. I just watched her speak at her promise center. They have four services. I don't know. They have, I don't know how many, whatever. It's, it's a big deal, like you. And, uh, and uh, I was like, now why can't I speak like her? She is so ladylike, and she just says all this stuff out of her mouth, and it's like, holy moly, that is so fabulous. And I get up, and I'm yelling and stomping. And <laughs> My mother, she, she said, Nancy, please practice on your laugh. Please practice on your laugh. Laugh like a lady. You guys, I'm 60, I'm turning 70. I've practiced, she said that to me when I was about seven. <laughs> and I have practiced. <laughs> That's if I'm, if I'm in control, like I've got to be ladylike. I gotta, my mother said, practice a ladylike. But if I forget and something tickles me, Oh, it's so obnoxious. It's horrible. 
I have failed my mother. I have failed her. Mother, she's in that grave right now, but I'm sure she could hear me because I've got a loud voice. Mother, I'm so sorry. No, she's up there with Jesus. I tried, Mother. I really want to be ladylike. She was an angel. She weighed 100 pounds. Little tiny thing, real delicate. Oh, God, I'm hopeless. But I'm glad I'm me. I'm glad God created me with my DNA. I'm not going to try to be anybody else. I'm just going to be whatever God has created me to be. And you need to take on that same persona, my darling girls, today. Don't try to be anybody. Listen, forget the media. Those people are crazy. That, and, and everybody's comparing and, oh, you know, my, wow, look what this husband did on Mother's Day. And look what that, let me just tell you. That's probably a bunch of baloney anyway. They probably made it up. Don't compare yourself. The Bible says it is trouble when you compare yourself among each other. Just look in the face of God and say, you did good when you made me. Thank you, Lord. I love it that you made me who I am in you, filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. That was a pitiful clap. Can somebody clap your hand? Thank you. It's the truth. So I haven't started yet. How much time do I have? When do you get out? Okay, so I'm talking about the providential hand of God on your life. The providential hand of God on your life. When I look and see how God has orchestrated things. It cannot be happenstance. It cannot be by chance that things happened the way they did. It is the providential hand of God that has brought you into this church, that has brought you into this salvation. I have a grandson, and he told me last night, he's 25, he actually lives with me. His brother, 23, lives with us. And I, I talked to him. He's, he's been away from the Lord for, I don't know, 10 years since he's 15. And I said something about the Lord. And he said, I don't pray to Jesus. I pray to a higher power. And when he said that, the Lord just said, don't say anything. Close your mouth. But I went through the house. Couldn't sleep anyway. So I went through all the rooms. Everybody asleep. And I went back you can pray powerful prayers without your voice being loud right and I reminded God of all the times that he has saved Taylor's life he was he fell in the pool he was I don't know how long he was under I dove in got him out resuscitated him he wasn't moving he was completely purple and black hospital they said they don't know Anyway, that afternoon, I laid with him on my, on my chest, and Mindy laid with him on the, we took turns. And at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, all of a sudden, he sat up, right up on Mindy's lap and said, Rawr! And I thought, oh, God, he is retarded for sure. Brain damage. Brain damage. Sorry, that's not politically correct to say that word anymore. 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Somebody say, help her, Lord. Thank you. He is. But uh, he, so he, he's smart, fine, whatever. Then he was diving off of a roof at somebody's house. Missed the dive. Went off, off of the roof. Fell onto a brick. Broke the brick into powder. Powder. His dad, mom, his dad didn't know it. He was bleeding internally. Drove him an hour and a half away to Indian medicine. They're Navajo Indians, or no, Pomo Indians, sorry. And they said, no, something's wrong. He, he threw up about a gallon of blood. Airlifted him, Children's Hospital. They said he's bleeding internally. doesn't look good for him. I went out in my front yard. Sorry. I went out in my front yard, and I didn't know where that helicopter was. But I knew that my prayer was going to reach God wherever that helicopter was. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you've got to touch that boy on that life flight right now because you're going to do something in his life that is so amazing. When I got to the children's hospital in Oakland, they said, he wants to see you. He wanted to see his nan. I walked into that ICU, whatever that was, doctor standing all around. And the doctor looked at me and he said, we do not know what's happened. But in flight, the bleeding stopped. It's a mother's prayer. It's a grandmother's prayer. We will not be assaulted from hell without having the power of God to attest to God's faithfulness. He is faithful. Woo! I love the story of Jacobet. I'm almost done. What time is lunch? I, yeah, that's good. That's good because we, yeah. I love the story of Jochebed. Her, her amazing fortitude. This is my baby. Egypt is not going to have my baby. That, that river out there is not going to have my baby. I don't care what that Pharaoh says. Listen, they did terrible things in those days. I, I don't know if you've looked back into the history of Egypt. It was unbelievable. The, the babies, the sacrifices, the on and on. Leave your, if you don't want your kid, it's not the sex you want, leave it outside of the door. The someone will get it. They'll eat it. They'll sacrifice it. They'll make it a slave. Hey, you think we're living in a bad day now. It was like that ancient years ago. All this stuff was going on way back. But she said, oh, that Nile River's not getting my baby. Just like you say at night when you go to bed. Jesus, this world is not getting my baby. I'm going to pray powerful prayers like she did. She got that basket. She pitched it. She put pitch on it. And crocodiles don't like pitch. And she put that baby, she launched it into the river. And some of you have to launch your kids. They're going into college. They're going places. And you're like, oh, God, have mercy upon my child. And he will and he is because of your faithful prayers. See, here's the thing. I want to encourage you in your faithfulness. Don't miss a thing that goes on here. My mother, we, didn't, we had 20 people in our church. 
and mom was a song leader and she got up there and led songs like there was 3,000 there. And we didn't miss a thing. We were there Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, and Saturday we went personal working, which is outreach. Oh my goodness, the faithfulness that she put in us. Jacobet said, when he got older, you know the whole story, Miriam got the baby out of the river, came back and and, and Jochebed was able to suckle her own baby. And she taught him the ways, the ways of Yahweh. There's only one. There's only one God. There's only Jehovah. That is the only one that we worship. And she put it in his heart. Oh, God. Every day, every day. I don't think she ever got tired of, of praying and keeping him and loving him. Oh, Jochebed, what an example you have set for us. My whole life, my mother taught Deuteronomy 6.4. She said it in Hebrew. Uh, how does that go? Does anybody know? Uh, Yeshua Adonai Ha'ob. I don't know. I put it on her graveyard, on her grave head. What, what, what that thing is called? Stone. It's in Hebrew and it's in English. Because she said it every day of her life. She said that. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, he is one and he is one only. Aren't you so glad for the revelation of who he is? He is one. It says in the book of Revelation, there is one upon the throne. And it is the perfect lamb. His name is Jesus. Woo! Sorry, I'm getting off here. Don't be discouraged if they lose their way. Here's the thing that I love. You live consistently. You come to church, whatever's happening. And if they lose their way, you remind God. I, I brought those kids every service. We didn't miss a thing. See, you've got clout with God. You can make God remember the times you sacrificed, the prayers you prayed, the days you fasted, you gave to missions. You did everything that you knew. By the way, this church, you all, let me, I feel the spirit of prophecy. You all are about to come into a place where you're going to buy property. I, I felt it today when I sat down. I said, God is going to make the miracle. Somebody shout. Hallelujah. Somebody thank God for that. This is a word from the Lord. This is a word from the Lord. He is going to bring an opportunity for you to purchase property. And you're going to have your own facility. Everyone say in Jesus' name. Let it be so. I declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want you to worship the Lord for it. Shalabosota. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Hallelujah. I'm going to move here and go to your new church. Thank you, Jesus. I don't do that everywhere I go, you guys, okay? Just so you know, I just don't get up and prophesy. But I felt it when I came in and sat down by Sister Duran. Stir up the gift. If you're feeling weak, stir up the gift of faith. We're instructed to do that. What does that mean? Well, it means sometimes our faith gets weak. And we say, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. 
give me the faith that I need to persevere in what I need to do for you. He will. He will do it. I'm a living witness of that. We're, we're launching a church out of our home. Amazing things are happening. We just talked to a, a couple the other day. He's, I don't know, he's, he, I can't remember what he is, but they are so dear. And, and he said to my husband, we prayed this morning that somehow we'd meet somebody that could teach us the Bible. That's our mission. That's the mission of this church, to reach the lost. We have so much fun when we come together. This praise team is unbelievable. They blow my mind. The instruments, the bass, holy smoke. It's amazing. But we don't want to just keep it in these walls. Let's bust these walls out. Bust that out. Let's win Temecula. Let's win people. Let's get a burden. Let's get a vision. Oh, the providential hand of God. Thank you so much for having us here today. Well, he's not here. He's home. But I've been married to him almost 42 years, and I love that man. No. Oh, my goodness, 52. Oh, man, I'm missing a kid, and I'm missing 10 years of marriage. Dear God, help. It's the meds. It's the meds. Forgive me. God have mercy. Could somebody open that bottle for me? <laughs> Am I okay? Is... Really, I'm not high. I just feel real good. I've never been high, but maybe I am right now. I don't know. <laughs> the providential hand of God is upon you. The providential hand of God. Do you feel it? Do you feel his hand on your life? Angel. God's providential hand is on your life. He sees your heart. He knows your loneliness. He sees every hurt and disappointment that you have ever known. The providential hand of God is on you, angel. He is with you. He is for you. Yes, just worship him, darling. Just worship him. Let's worship with her. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. This is your handmaiden. She belongs to you, Jesus. Give her a new heart, Lord. Give her a new heart, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Pray more, saints. Pray more. Yes, the, the Lord will do a complete work today. This precious heart, this precious heart. The providential hand of God. Hallelujah. When I was flying here on Thursday, I, I want to say this about that darling little Jessica. What an angel. Pastor, thank you for your love for her. Thank you for the way you love her. She talked about you, your love. She told me that she had just been certified to sign language. I was so proud of her. Amazing. Thursday, I was, I was sitting in a wheelchair. I was in bad shape. 
sitting in the San Jose airport in a wheelchair. And I was noticing this young man sitting right by me. I'd pulled over at one of those tables that had my leg up, you know, trying to get pressure off this leg. And I looked over and he had a notebook and, and all kinds of really cool stuff. I didn't say anything to him. I really didn't feel good. I didn't even feel like talking, which is amazing for me. I love to talk to anybody, you know, piece of cardboard. How are you today? I'm so happy you're here. So I got on the, I had booked my flight and I booked the seat, usually like the aisle, but I booked the seat number seven so I could hook my leg up on the thing, on the wall, just take the pressure off my leg. So I was just sitting there and uh, would you believe that that boy, that same boy that I'd been looking at his stuff, came in and sat right down beside me. Now see, I believe that was the providential hand of God. When we walk with him, nothing is happenstance. Nothing is by chance. Our steps are ordered. Everything we do, everywhere we go, every word we speak, it's the providential hand of God using us, directing us, keeping us. So... He got his little notebook out and he started just looking through it. And I said, oh, you're an artist. He said, yeah. And I said, yeah. I, actually, I was, when I was sitting in the wheelchair, I looked over and saw your stuff. And I said, it's so interesting. Could you tell me about it? So he started flipping through the pages and telling me about his art. And I said, wow, this, I mean, this is amazing. He said, I'm, I'm graduating with an art degree from USC, Santa Cruz. He lives in Santa Cruz. I'm graduating right away. Also with um, education. And also I have a degree in sign language. I said, wow, that, that is amazing. And so we talked a little bit about, he asked me about my life. And I said, well, I'm in love with this guy. And he's a hottie, gorgeous movie star. He said, he is a movie star. I said, well, to me. I ask for his autograph all the time on my checks. And, and so I just told him a little bit. I said, we have 15 grandkids. And, uh, you know, just, just talked. And I said, so where are you going? What you doing? He said, well, I'm going to San Diego to surprise my mom. And I said, oh, my word. I love you. And I said, what's your name? He said, my name is Kenneth Robert Arnold. He said, can you believe my mother gave me three first names? I said, yeah, but it makes me feel comfortable. Like, Kenneth, Robert, Arnold. I said, I, I like it. I like it. And so we were just talking and having the best time. I wished I was flying to New York on a five-hour flight instead of a, an hour and a half. I didn't want it to end because I felt 
the providential hand of God sitting in those two front seats on that flight from San Jose to San Diego. And so he said, I love my mom. And I said, oh, I, I could tell you, dude, you're, you're on this flight. He said, she doesn't even know I'm coming. He said, I told her I would FaceTime on Mother's Day. And she doesn't even know that I'm coming. And so he said, I just can't hardly wait to see her face. And he said, you know, my mom is deaf and blind. Deaf and blind. And he said, when I FaceTime her, she can't see me. She can't hear me. But there's always someone with her, my sister or someone. And she takes my mother's hand. And she talks to me. And she says, Son, I love you so much. You are the most amazing son in the whole world. You don't know what you did for my life when you were born to me. And she talks sign language in her daughter's hand or in someone that's there sitting beside her. And he, he said, it's the most amazing thing. My mom tells me I'm handsome. My mom tells me I'm good, I'm kind. She can't see my face, but she tells me I'm so handsome. She can't hear when I say, Mama, I love you so much. You're the best mom in the world. But in her hand, with her hand, she communicates. And she tells me how important I am, how worthy I am, how valuable I am. And when I got off of that plane, I started thinking about times in my life where I could not hear God. I could not see God. Where are you? God, do you know what is happening to me? And he will send someone And he will speak to me and he will say, my child, I will never leave you or forsake you. You are my beloved. And in his presence, not being able to hear him, for some reason he has not allowed me to hear or to see. But I feel 
the holy presence of the holy saving keeping God and some of you today you have been despairing in your circumstance but what he wants us to do in the middle of our crushing and our brokenness and our hurt and our loneliness he wants us to reach our hand to him and say touch me just touch me Jesus I know everything's all right you are Jaira you are everything I need I will be content in this circumstance because I know you are here I can sense that you are here in the middle of my disappointment today I challenge you audience if you have come face to face with such hard things with such disappointment crushed devastating things let your bitterness go let your anger go it takes so much energy it's a, it you carry it around you carry it and, and it just takes so much of your time when you could just say Jesus I need to hear from you today I need to feel your hand I need to know that you are with me would you stand with me God bless you today as we hear in this song what Jesus says to us today thank you for listening Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.